the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we are absolutely honored to have you back with us. On this afternoon where we've got some more rain probably moving through the area. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Before we get to our regular topics this afternoon, the Dallas Morning News is reporting that a man in a mask and combat gear was fatally shot Monday morning in downtown Dallas after he opened fire with an assault rifle outside the Earl Cabell Federal Building, no one else was injured. The FBI special agent in charge, Matthew DeSarno, identified the gunman as, and I'm not going to identify him, at a news conference on a street corner near the Federal Building. The gunman died at the scene and was taken to the Baylor University Medical Center. They do not, uh, have not released a motive for the crime. But again, another very disturbing commentary on what's happening both here and around the world, and that is the proliferation of violence. And uh, I don't target in on the method, whether it's a gun, a knife, or poison, or whatever it is. Uh, and I'm thinking about uh, the folks who have. Uh, been dying in those motels down in South America. Something very, very strange is going on there. But it just reminds us of the downward projection that uh, our world, our country is uh, embarked upon. And uh, if we don't change that uh, trajectory downward, who can even imagine what life in America is going to be in the future? Now, we're a long way away from a third-party country, um, a third-world country, I should say. But it is very alarming as we see the number of uh, violent acts that are taking place. Well, we're glad to have you with you today, be with you today. Here's some things that we want to talk about, to time permitting. Number one, is your federal government paying out an estimated $1 billion to people who are dead? We'll talk about that. A local congressman has some concern about that. And we'll talk about Trump Heights. Trump Heights. That is the new area that's been named on Israel's Golan Heights for the President of the United States. We'll look at uh, a story of a bill signed in Alabama. Chemical, cra- chemical castration for child molesters. And we got a big feature coming up in the second hour 
with an extended interview with Trail Life USA's CEO, Mark Hancock. He's written a new booklet called Let Boys Be Boys. And I'll also have a, a very remarkably positive update on the growth and uh, what's happening with the National Trail Life USA organization. And if you are looking for a place to uh, have your son participate in, or maybe you are a church that need to add a dynamic program, um, because not only do you have Trail Life USA, you have American Heritage Girls, both uh, very Christian worldview founded and based programs You'll want to listen to the second part of our hour. I got to tell you, it's very interesting to watch what's already happening in downtown Orlando. Two reports. One said 36 hours. One said 44 hours. But uh, that is the time that's officially being reported that people are already lining up outside the Amway Arena in Orlando, Florida, for tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. The President of the United States is not only coming to Florida, coming to the battleground of the I-4 corridor to make his case not only to Floridians, but to the national audience at his campaign kickoff right here, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, where he makes the case to the American people as to why they should reelect him for four more years. Now, we've already reported on the absolute um, huge interest in people requesting opportunities to get a ticket to get inside the Amway Arena. Now, depending on how it's configured, the max max amount of people, according to the fire marshal, is 20,000. We've also learned from other sources that the way it's going to be configured for uh, tomorrow night, uh, it could have a max crowd of 17,000. That just means that there is going to be thousands of people all around downtown Orlando, right outside that uh, Amelie Arena, which all you have to do is walk across the street, walk under Interstate 4, and you're in downtown Orlando. And um, have some estimates I've heard of gridlock up to a mile away. So want to tell you, if you're going to this deal in Orlando, and I wouldn't discourage you not to go, but be prepared that you need to go very early, and who knows how long it's going to take to get out. So I would uh, probably plan on at least a three- or four-hour exit strategy, and by the time you get back to Tampa, you might be seeing the sunrise. But it is a, a fairly uh, a phenomenal um, interest uh, for the president that we're going to see right here in Central Florida. That comes on the heels of some controversy coming out of the White House, and apparently there are some polls, internal polls, that the president has conducted or his campaign has conducted that, uh, of all things, uh, well, it showed Joe Biden leading him by 10 points, and it showed Bernie Sanders, if the election were held today or yesterday, you know how those are structured, that Bernie Sanders would win by 9 points. Now, come on. Come on. There is no way that I believe that Bernie Sanders is up on the president by 9 points. 
Now, I understand it is the president's own polling. I get that. But I cannot accept the fact of, of those type of numbers. And I want to tell you that for all the sophistication and for all how we are moving forward with all sorts of um, research, exploration, scientific uh, advancements, the art of polling is still stuck in the mud. I don't believe the polls. I don't believe a poll that the president's own people are able to put out. There are too many adjustments in the sample that is taken, decided upon the quote-unquote experts who are behind this polling data. I think it is getting to be almost virtually impossible to really tell how an election is going to turn out, except if you have circumstances that, uh, you know, a guy on the street could, could identify. Example. You've got uh, someone who, uh, you know, allegedly killed their spouse. And they're going to keep campaigning. Well, I can kind of tell you that we can do a poll, and I'll stand behind that poll that shows that uh, he or she is going to lose miserably because of the violent act, even if it's still allegedly against, uh, uh, you know, a spouse. But you need to keep your eye on the facts and on the issues. That's what's important in this campaign. Do not let the media, do not let yours truly, do not let the media try to so tell you exactly how you should perceive what's going on in this election. Because you have some very sophisticated spin doctors. And they're on cable television each and every night on both sides. You have manipulation of these polls. You have media outlets that are going to certainly bring to you aspects of a poll or a survey that complement their worldview or position on a candidate. But you also have information that would never be reported if it's contrary. So we are excited, and uh, I know I was talking to Captain Matt Bruce, our overnight host on our answer stations, and uh, I'm going to gauge how I'm feeling about midday tomorrow. And there is a uh, significant uh, Trump rally, a Trump watch party over in Pinellas County, and I know the captain is going to be there. And um, depending on how I feel, I um, will make a decision tomorrow whether I accept his invitation to join him at this watch party tomorrow night in Pinellas. But um, it's going to be very interesting how this unfolds. Now, coming up in a moment, I want to talk uh, about a couple of things that was unscheduled. And um, the first is Secretary of State Pompeo, Mike Pompeo, is going to be headed to Central Command Headquarters right here in Tampa. And that visit has to do 
with the increasing Iranian uh, threat in the Middle East. In addition to that, um, I don't understand for the world why the New York Times went with a story about how we are trying to get into Russia's electric grid system to um, hack it, to bring down the power in Russia, and that has been released publicly by the New York Times. And uh, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about a massive power failure in South America that you and I and others ought to be very, very aware of. And, uh, you know, years ago when people started talking about having a generator and maybe having some emergency food uh, to last for 30 or 60 days, a lot of it uh, being marketed in the, in the buckets, a lot of people scoffed at that. But I want to tell you that as I am looking at the developments in our modern world, I don't think you're really that foolish to be considering things like a food supply and a generator. Hopefully we'll have a chance to talk about that as well. You can always weigh in and join the conversation. You are an intelligent group of people, and um, your opinion is always valued. Our number is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. We're talking issues today, issues uh, of a national, international scope that could have a real bearing on our future. Again, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We'd love to have you join the conversation. Also reminds you that if you have a question or comment for our show, you can go to afternoons at letstalkfaith.com in an email, afternoons at letstalkfaith.com on an email. And always, if you can't listen to the show, you can always go to our podcast page at letstalkfaith.com, download the two-hour show, take it with you, or listen live online. Any way you can have access or send it to your friends, please do so. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. In the last seven years, Autoglass America has paid out over $2 million buying back damaged windshields. Some people think this is too good to be true, but just ask any of Autoglass America's over 70,000 customers. If your windshield is chipped or cracked, call us. We'll buy it back. No gimmicks, no hassle, no fuss, no muss. Just cash in your pocket with a brand new windshield. Autoglass America at 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked, we buy it back, period. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. 
SurroundTampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Back, Bill Bunkley, on this Monday afternoon. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. There's some serious things that are afoot in the world. And uh, three things I want to talk about uh, to not a real deep extent uh, have to do with uh, United States and Iran, United States and Russia. And just a reminder, if you haven't heard, there is an entire multi-country power grid that went out in South America. And a lot of, and by the way, uh, it was a grid that went down, but if we were to have a solar flare of a, of a large enough intensity, that can knock out some of our power grid as well. Do you realize if the power grid goes out, and if it's out for seven days, a week, two weeks, do you realize how you would get along without anything? Because power, power is everything. It's the same thing that you face when we think about hurricane preparation. Are you a pre-prepper? Prepper, uh, which means you got your, your whole maybe generator, your stuff, two weeks worth of food. Are you ready to go? Or are you like so many of us that scamper about three days out before the storm's coming in? But anyway... Let's let, let's go to our first topic I want to talk about, and that is we have learned in the escalation that, first of all, I, I'm open to more information, but I'm in the camp that I believe that Iran was squarely behind the placement of the mines on the two ships uh, in the Gulf of Oman. And I believe that the nighttime surveillance of the fast boat coming up to remove one of those mines that's been out for several days, uh, there's no doubt that uh, Iran is at the core of this. And let's, let's be honest. If it's not Iran, whether it's the Hutus or, or of course, Hez, Hezbollah is not part of this. Hamas is not part of this. But we know that Iran is fueling these terrorist groups all around the region, much less the, glo- the globe. Well, I want to tell you that uh, let's just be very sober-minded because Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is coming down to Central Command, which is the command along with Special Operations Command. Those are the two commands that are heavily involved in the region of the Middle East. And here at Central Command, their communications abilities, not only to the theater, 
uh, and that's into all aspects of the theater there, uh, whether it's the Gulf of Oman, whether it's the Persian Gulf, and experts and what they can do in their briefing room. Uh, we need to understand that uh, if Mike Pompeo is coming down for a personal briefing time with our folks at CENTCOM, we, we need to, those of us who um, believe in the power of prayer, I think we need to be praying for wisdom for that entire group. We won't know uh, what they're going to discuss in specifics or in total but it's important for us to be very sober-minded. And the tricky part here is that the United States does not need to go to war with Iran, but Iran has already committed the type of atrocities which, um, if without the other considerations, it's already the basis for a military confrontation to protect civilians and shipping in one of the most important passages that is vulnerable to attack. To get an idea of how important it is, imagine the Panama Canal. Imagine if the Panama Canal was controlled by terrorists. If the Panama Canal, one way or another, if there was a bombing of one of the locks or uh, even an atomic uh, device detonated that... uh, drove a mountain into the, you know, one of the mountains, the big hills, as you go through the canal, Panama Canal. Imagine if shipping could not be uh, transmersed there, could not transport through that particular entity going all around South America. Well, this is why it's a threat. So let's keep an eye on what's happening there because this is, this, this ultimately could spark um, violent conflicts all around the Middle East, uh, all around Israel. So let's uh, keep that in mind. Another thing that, uh, you know, whenever I hear Iran or Russia and uh, about uh, how Israel is being surrounded and some of the uh, evil alliances that have been forming for the past few years, uh, and then I, I react to this story in the New York Times, just absolutely, uh, uh, is it treason? i got to think about that one, but uh, I'm sure, sure to tell you that the fact that the New York Times has decided to publish a story about some secret work our country is doing in terms of cyber warfare with the Russians and doing some work uh, about the possibility of taking out Russia's power grid. Uh, who, who's, whose side is the New York Times on anyway? I mean, what we have seen has been unprecedented. And if you don't think that Donald Trump is not battling uh, an underground uh, anti-Trump media, if you don't think there's an underground shadow government uh, in Washington, D.C., that he's fighting along with all of the public battles, you're, you really have, uh, you really have uh, stepped up and uh, had too much uh, of the Kool-Aid. Now, as we find out more about what happened in the uh, situation with the New York Times, I'll have more to comment. But it is just amazing that um, the world that we live in, 
there just seems to be so much going on and trying to pull the foundation out from under our president. It's, it's getting to the level of lunacy. Why? We have always had opposition to presidents, but we as a nation have been mature enough. We've been the adults in the room of the global countries that uh, we always respected the office of the president and we had to stand behind the decisions of the president, whether we liked it or not. It's a different world now. The lack of character and integrity, which doesn't surprise me because as a Christian worldview guy, look, the further away you get from absolute truth. Absolute truth is found in the Holy Scriptures. The answer to every problem in life is found in the Bible. And now that everybody is going in their own directions, everybody can claim their own truth, everybody can claim anything, and we see the chaos that comes as a result of that, it's no surprise to me where we're at. Disagree? 877-943-9678. We come back. What happens if we lose our power grid? Next, the Bill Bunkley Show. For SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Supreme Court is throwing out an Oregon court ruling against bakers who refuse to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple. The case involves bakers Melissa and Aaron Klein, who paid a $135,000 judgment to the couple for declining to create a cake for them in 2013. Oregon judges will now re-examine the case. Egypt's former president, Mohamed Morsi, has died. Morsi, the Muslim Brotherhood leader who rose to office in the country's first free elections in 2012 and was ousted a year later by the military, collapsed in court during a trial and died Monday. The lights are back on across Argentina, Uruguay, and Paraguay following a massive blackout on Sunday. Stocks finished higher on Wall Street as the market bills on two weeks of gains. The Dow gained 23 points today. The Nasdaq was ahead 48, the S&P up 3. This is SRN News. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. With over 20 Democrats announcing 2020 presidential bids, the campaign reflects the chaos of a NASCAR race. But already there's one defining separation in the pack. Will Democrats steer hard left with Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, or Kamala Harris, or center left with Joe Biden? The dangerous myth Democrats believe is that anyone can beat Donald Trump, but the polls show only Biden with a significant lead. For many Democrats, however, including young voters, Biden is old school and too moderate. They want their vote to count on some big progressive, even socialist ideas. So here's the Democrats' dilemma, the principle or the politics. Do they want to win the presidency, where Biden is their best bet, or seek to change the country but lose? We have a year to learn their answer. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. 
You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with our Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-653-1188. That's 800-653-1188. 800-653-1188. Do you like winning prizes? How about getting sneak peek opportunities and offers before anyone else? Join the Faith Talk fan club today at letstalkfaith.com and gain access to incredible contest opportunities, free movie preview events, discounts, and more. If you're passionate about Faith Talk and want to be rewarded just for being a part of the Faith Talk community, sign up for the Faith Talk fan club today. Join the Faith Talk fan club by clicking the fan club tab at letstalkfaith.com. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Oh, the games people play now. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. What I'm about to do next, I thought about doing without any introduction. But I remember a gentleman by the name of Orson Welles who pulled this uh, radio stunt many, many, many decades ago about the War of the Worlds, and it and it didn't really go over too well after the fact. Of course, it was accepted. So let me set this up rather than just use an example. This is a made-up story. This is made-up breaking news. So here it goes. Breaking news coming in from CBS News. A massive blackout left tens of millions of people without electricity all across America. President Donald Trump called it an unprecedented failure in the states that have been affected. Authorities all across America were working frantically to restore power. And by the evening last night, electricity had returned to 98% of America according to the New York Times. Earlier Sunday, there was an election going on in America, and some of the voters were forced to cast ballots by the light of cell phones in these regional elections. All public transportation came to a halt. All stores and shops had to be closed 
because their cash registers would not work. They would not have lights. Patients had to uh, go to hospitals for all medical care. And home medical equipment didn't work because there was no power. And those that had medical equipment were urged to go immediately uh, to a hospital that had a generator. Again, it's important that you would always check a hospital, make sure it had a generator. And according to our national security czar, this is an unprecedented case that will be investigated thoroughly. One of the government officials said, I was just on my way to eat with a friend, but we had to cancel everything. There's no subway. Nothing is working. And this comes from a 24-year-old American young man who said, what's worse, today is Father's Day. I've just talked to a neighbor, and he told me his sons won't be able to meet him either. Well, that is a fictitious story. That is fake news. The only difference is I'll tell you when I give you fake news. But I hope as you listen to that, it is not far-fetched that we have the same real threat right here in America. Not only do we have a higher probability of being hacked, but know that there are natural causes, including a series or a huge solar flare that could also disrupt the power grid system all across the U.S. of A. Now, I don't know how much you think this might or might not happen, and I'm certainly not being an alarmist this afternoon, but I find it very curious. I'm very, very curious that about the same time that the New York Times is leaking a story about how we, the United States, could cripple Russia's power grid, that we have a demonstration of a huge area going down in real time right here in our backyard. This story was CBS, was, was, this story was from CB, CBS News, and I changed it to craft it to breaking news on America. Let me repeat the opening paragraph. Of this, according to CBS, the true story. A massive blackout left tons of millions of people without electricity in Argentina, in Uruguay, and in Paraguay yesterday Sunday. The Argentine president called it an unprecedented failure in the country's interconnected power grid. I think that God is giving us A huge wake-up call. I really do. The coincidence, if there is a coincidence, because we don't know all the facts, but it sure is curious that we had this massive power outage uh, touching three countries just south of us, and we've got this other story about cyber warfare or preparing for cyber warfare that it just absolutely makes things very curious. Now, I'm not going to start getting into conspiracy theories, and uh, if you listen to this show for any length of time, we we stay away from uh, that for uh, 
greater part or the most part. But this one is very curious to me. And so I am rethinking not only my hurricane preparedness, but I'm also rethinking the fact that if we did lose power and it wasn't a hurricane and it ended up, power came back on within a day. If we were to have some sort of interruption that caused us to miss a week or 10 days, I mean, do you have the type of food that can last 10 days? Do you have a big enough generator to immediately plug in your refrigerator because all of your perishables are going to be gone in just a matter of two or three days? So, here in Florida, we can do a two-for-one. You can consider preparing for a hurricane now, which includes a couple of weeks of being maybe out of water, out of food. That is the extreme for a hurricane before services come in, I hope. People in Mexico City would probably uh, call in, debate me on that, because they're still waiting for some some services that certainly shouldn't have taken this long with the political infighting and, you know, the underground movement against Trump in, in D.C. But it is certainly something for us to, uh, to contemplate. And so uh, kind of keep that in mind as we go forward. Well, very quickly, just want to tell you that... Uh, the Prime Minister of Israel, who's going to have to face re-election, has um, uh, come good on his promise, and that's because we have um, we have uh, a town, I believe it's a town, that's been renamed on the Golan Heights for the President of the United States. That uh, new area is called Trump Heights. H-E-I-G-H-T-S. So at the same time, when you take your next trip to Israel and uh, you want to go by the new embassy there in Jerusalem to get your photograph next to the U.S. Embassy seal on Jerusalem ground, well, you may want to include your itinerary when you go up, if you go up on the Golan Heights, and uh, to at least drive through Trump Heights to uh, see that you have seen it. And, of course, that was done in great appreciation for um, our president, uh, who not only moved the uh, embassy to Jerusalem, but also claimed that as far as the United States uh, foreign policy is concerned, Golan Heights is in the sole possession of the nation of Israel for its... um, strategic importance to um, God's anointed country. So we congratulate we congratulate the president on that. Now, Congressman Greg Stubbe from in down in our, our friends, of course, the whole region of Sarasota and Bradenton, he has broke a story that uh, there are estimates that there are as many as a billion dead people that either are receiving compensation or receive some sort of compensation from the federal government after the date and the time that they passed on. Now, when you start talking about one billion, that's with a B in case your reception is not up to par because of lightning strikes somewhere around the state or whatever. That's B with a billion. 
That's a lot of money. And what we're finding out is is a lot of the federal agencies that due to their mission have payouts to their uh, particular U.S. citizens based on what their claims have been filed, et cetera, et cetera, whether it's VA, whether it's Social Security, whether it's this or that, Medicaid, whatever, Medicare, whatever, it seems the federal government does not have a way of receiving information when someone has passed away. And in fact, they don't have any real real way of tracking when people die. And that has struck me as inconceivable. With the amount of fraud and the amount of uh, monkey business that has been going on with people who are on the, the federal dole for one reason or another, and I don't mean that in a negative sense, just sort of using a, a description, any responsible agency would have a counter-tracking ability to pick up on the fact that someone has died. Someone is dead. A death certificate has been filed. Because the way you would track this is to electronically go in and every month do a sweep around the country of names, social security numbers, uh, and date of death. And you just run a match with whatever recipients are in your particular federal program. And that as soon as that match comes up, boom, you send a letter out immediately the next day to the dead person or the dead person's representative, letting them know that, hey, effective today, your benefit has been cut off because our our records show that, you know, you've been deceased or whatnot. And I'm just thinking, you know, probably wouldn't want to write a letter like that. But the idea is, so if, if they cut off Bill Bunkley, and I'm still alive, I get a letter in two or three days that lets me call the federal government to say, hey, I, I don't know which Bill Bunkley you got, but I'm still alive. Um, and so we're going to follow this story, but uh, thanks to Congressman Greg Stubbe, um, you might want to follow this story as we go along as well, because with the huge deficit that we have, we certainly don't need to be paying out a billion dollars to dead people. My regards to the family, I don't mean to say that as if it's disrespectful, but I think you understand uh, what I say. And it's interesting because there are some people who get immediate notices from Social Security. So I sense as we drill down, Social Security probably has a handle on this where so many other potential sources uh, for federal funds going out, they really don't. But when I come back, chemical crest, uh, chemical castration for child molesters in Alabama. That's a headline gra- headline grabber. Let's talk about that next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Kim was driving down the road right by the fourth hole. Someone yelled, Four! Golf ball hit her windshield. She wasn't worried. Her first thought was a new free windshield. And cash on the spot. She called 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped 
cash back with comprehensive insurance. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders has announced she's leaving the job to return to Arkansas. Who can blame her? After the way she's been treated by so-called White House reporters who have called her a liar with some making references to her personal appearance. Notice the double standard applied to Sanders. When she misspoke about FBI agents who had supposedly lost confidence in then-director James Comey and other colleagues, reporters attached the lie word to her. Her press briefings were used by reporters not to get information as much as to trash the president. Compare this to the way Jay Carney, Barack Obama's press secretary, was treated. Carney promoted Obama's lies about Obamacare and the, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor lie. That administration also lied about the Iran nuclear deal. The media were okay with those lies because they liked the president. Sarah Sanders deserves better. Perhaps she'll run for governor of Arkansas, a position her father held. She's a Christian, so God will lead her. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. Maybe you've noticed this pattern. First, we ignore God. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. God has spoken, but we don't like what he said, so we ignore him. Next, we imitate God. We reject true religion and still want to be religious in some way. And then we replace God. We substitute something else to worship, like our work, or our own beauty, or ourselves. Ignoring, imitating, or replacing God just plain does not work. Accepting Him, trusting Him, worshiping Him does. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. want to tell you what's coming up in the second hour exclusively over on Let's Talk Faith. That's at AM 570, AM 910. AM 570 goes throughout pretty much the West Central region. AM 910 
transmitter out of Plant City. Well, we're going to have a, a chat about uh, another victory, potential victory for a cake shop owner. And uh, we'll talk about that Supreme Court decision has sent that case back to Oregon for that jurisdiction to reevaluate. So uh, many see that as a victor, victory for uh, the pro-family side, uh, biblical values, religious liberty. We'll talk about that next hour. I'm going to also warn you about uh, if you have a preteen or a teen, you want to keep them away from HBO uh, Euphoria. It is uh, an awful pornographic, uh, drug, sex-laden series aimed at uh, uh, um, teenagers. And it is something that you do not want to have your um, boys and girls uh, watching. And so we'll talk about that. But our big uh, emphasis next hour is um, Trail Life USA. And Trail Life USA CEO Mark Hancock is going to be joining me. He's written a booklet called Let Boys Be Boys, and uh, we're going to have a conversation about all the labels that are placed in, for today's conversation, we're talking about the boys, but we're going to talk about uh, ADHD and other things, all these labels that are put on boys when Mark will have you stop to think. Now, before we started putting labels, are boys... Different than girls? The answer is yes. And are there some things that boys do that just boys do? And they're not, they they may seem disruptive, they may seem this or that, but it's just boys being boys growing up. Now, we're not minimizing the fact that there are uh, medical situations uh, with with a lot of the children. We're just talking about the fact that in this society where we have been, you know, the attack on men, uh, the attack on male masculinity, and yada yada yada. That uh, there's this idea that boys and girls, you just they're just the same. You just raise them equally the same. Not true. And so we'll have a discussion on that because uh, Mark has written a booklet uh, on behalf of Trail Life USA. Let boys be boys. And then he and I are going to talk about the absolutely phenomenal growth of Trail Life USA, which started with a group of volunteers, and I was one of them uh, that met uh, a couple of years ago. Of course, I lose track of time. And now has grown into a significant youth organization that uh, unapologetically uh, is is, uh, built upon a Christian worldview. That interview is coming up in the next hour. Well, Alabama sure likes to make the headlines. They made the headlines when they passed an abortion bill uh, with virtually no exceptions, except for life and death of the mom, no rape, no incest. So they got the national discussion going on that. Then, as a result of that, uh, Hugh Coverhouse Jr., who's the son of one of the previous owners of the Buccaneers, Hugh Coverhouse Sr., uh, didn't like uh, what Alabama was doing in terms of standing firmly on the pro-life side and suggested that there ought to be some boycotts of the University of Alabama, which is uh, his alma mater and his father's alma mater. And by the way, uh, through the years, Hugh Coverhouse, which was a lawyer, had supported the School of Law so much, it was called the Hugh Coverhouse Senior School of Law. Well, 
there was a recent uh, donation of $20 million, and there was some discussion about uh, how that was going to be spent, and there was some controversy. And when Hugh Corberhouse Jr. came out with this uh, this boycott idea, man, I tell you what, Alabama folks, they don't play games. Bam, the $20 million was returned to Hugh Corberhouse Jr. Think about releasing $20 million and saying, you know what, we're people of principle. You may not agree with our principle, but. And he also took Hugh Coverhouse sign off the, the law school. And last but not least, Alabama sex offenders who abuse young children will have to undergo, quote, chemical castration while on parole under a new law, but the requirement has uh, prompted legal concerns and appears to be even rarely used uh, when when allowed in other states. This comes from Time magazine. The chemical castration uh, procedure uses medications that block t- testosterone production in order to decrease sex drive. And the new Alabama law says sex offenders whose crimes involve children between the ages of 7 and 13 must receive the medication before being released from prison on parole. Alabama doesn't allow parole for sex crimes involving children six and under. And uh, Governor Kay Ivey's office announced that uh, she had signed the bill. And, of course, we have the ACLU and others that are protesting. Again, this is primarily when a sex offender has been released on parole. So there, Alabama's getting tough on some issues in many, many areas. Well, I'm going to be uh, shipping over to the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show on AM 57910. I want to invite you to come with me. And if not, uh, just want to bid farewell to those of you listening on the biz this afternoon and on our answer stations. As always, uh, today was a, a very, very busy day uh, for a lot of uh, the news, and uh, we just are going to continue to bring that to you each and every day. I'm Bill Bunkley. Signing off, heading over to Let's Talk Faith. You've heard the expression that lots of coaches and trainers use, no pain, no gain. I read about one person who said, I'm not into working out. My philosophy is no pain, no pain. Well, that's a good philosophy for the person who believes pain has no purpose or benefit. But pain is purposeful. Just as our muscles get stronger when we experience the pain of working out, so our spiritual strength is increased by the pain we encounter in life. Ultimately, we are reminded of the pain our Savior experienced in order to make us new people, strong now and for eternity. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's purpose for pain on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. In this story, two people have been shot and wounded at a rally for NBA champion Toronto Raptors. Two people have been arrested. We'll have more details as they become available. 
The Supreme Court threw out an Oregon ruling against bakers who refused to make a wedding cake for a lesbian couple. The Oregon court had ruled against the bakers before the Supreme Court ruled during its last term in favor of a Colorado baker in a similar case. The high court's now telling Oregon judges to take another look. That keeps the high-profile case off the justices' election year calendar. But the bigger issue of balancing the rights of LGBT people and religious objections from merchants remains unresolved. Another case involving a florist who would not handle arrangements for a same-sex wedding is heading to the Supreme Court. Sagar Magani, Washington. Egypt's former president, Mohamed Morsi, has died. Mohamed Morsi, who is 67, was on trial over accusations of espionage. One Egyptian official said he'd become very animated while talking to the judge and had then fainted. State-run television said he subsequently died and that his body had been taken to hospital. Mr Morsi, a senior figure in the now-banned Islamist movement, the Muslim Brotherhood, was Egypt's first democratically elected leader after the ousting of President Mubarak in an uprising in 2011. He spent just one year in office before he was toppled by the army in 2013. That's the BBC's Caroline Hawley. Senator Lindsey Graham tells the Salem Radio Network Republicans are making good progress on confirming President Trump's judicial nominees. We're going at a pace. I think unprecedented. Our Democratic friends are are pretty upset. But these are judicial vacancies that need to be filled for the good of the country, and they're going to be filled. More judges set to be confirmed this week, including David Aaron Brest of the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. More on these stories at townhall.com. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Hong Kong demonstrators gathered outside the city leader's office demanding she resign over an unpopular extradition bill that's tested the durability of China's promises to respect the former British colony's quasi-autonomy. Nearly two million Hong Kong residents, young and old, joined a march that lasted late into the night to express their frustration with Hong Kong's chief executive Carrie Lam and the extradition bill, backed by Beijing. The following day, protesters blocked a street near the city's waterfront as they stood outside Lam's office chanting calls for her to give up the proposed legislation. Emotions were heightened when Joshua Wong, a prominent activist leader, rallied the crowd after his release from prison later that day. What we ask for is such hurt, Lam, the evil chief executive, should withdraw the extradition amendment. I'm Karen Chamas. Demonstrators worry it might be used to send critics of Communist Party rule to the mainland. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
So who gets the tip? The world's biggest pizza company is planning to test pizza delivery using fully autonomous vehicles. Domino's is teaming up with a company called Neuro, a Silicon Valley startup that makes unmanned delivery vehicles. The test is expected to begin as early as September at one Domino's location in Houston. Customers will be able to place an order online, track the vehicle's location, and retrieve their pizza from it using a special code. Neuro has experience at this. It's been delivering groceries using autonomous vehicles in Houston and Arizona since late last year in a partnership with Kroger. And Domino's, too, has tested autonomous delivery two years ago in a partnership with Ford. But in that case, a safety driver was at the wheel. I'm Ben Thomas. Gloria Vanderbilt, the intrepid heiress, artist, and romantic who began her extraordinary life as the poor little rich girl of the Great Depression, survived family tragedy and multiple marriages, died Monday at the age of 95. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from governments. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on this Monday afternoon, and uh, we are glad that you're joining us. Got a special program today, and that's because we're going to have an extended interview with Mark Hancock, who's the CEO of Trail Life USA. Not only are we going to talk to Mark about the just absolutely extraordinary growth of Trail Life USA, and if you're a pastor of a church that is looking for a program, especially for the boys and young men in your troop, you don't want to miss this segment coming up a little bit later on the show. But he's also written a booklet called Let Boys Be Boys. And uh, Mark has a counseling background plus uh, some extended uh, research. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, how today boys are not really allowed to be boys. And we start tagging our children with all of these tags like ADHA and and all the other stuff. Um, And so... This is going to be a fascinating conversation, not only about the attack on the male gender and how that's affecting our young boys, but not only after we talk about Let Boys Be Boys, we're going to give you an update on the tremendous progress of Trail Life USA. So we're going to be having a couple of short segments uh, in order for us to accommodate the longer conversation with uh, Mark Hancock. Well, A victory for liberty. That's what some are saying, and I want to give you this report. You probably have heard of the case uh, concerning Sweet Cakes by Melissa. Sweet Cakes by Melissa. And uh, sort of a praise report because the Supreme Court uh, has made a decision 
and they didn't make a decision by their but by their actions they are being described as uh, handing down a positive ruling for religious freedom. CBS News has reported about the Kleins, and they are two Oregon bakers who were fined for refusing to, you guessed it, make a cake for a gay commitment ceremony. And uh, Melissa and Aaron Klein, and they were punished with a $135,000 fine from the state of Oregon for declining to create a same-sex wedding cake back in 2013. It went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and um, keep in mind that um, on Monday, uh, the justices today have thrown out a previous state court ruling against them, and they have sent the case back down to the court in Oregon. The uh, Supreme Court justices in their ruling have indicated that the state court needs to reconsider this case in the light of last year's Supreme Court ruling in favor of a Colorado baker who refused to make a cake for a same-sex wedding. Uh, The court ruled the Colorado Civil Rights Commission showed anti-religious bias against Christian baker Jack Phillips. So now we have this once again. Kelly Shackerford, who's the president, chief counsel at First Liberty Institute, that's the group that is representing the Kleins, He called Monday's Supreme Court decision a victory for the religious liberty of all Americans. This is a victory for Aaron and Melissa Klein and uh, for all of us because the Constitution still protects speech, popular or not, from the condemnation by the government. The message from the court is clear. Government hostility towards religious Americans will not be tolerated. And so we're watching that, plus we've got the the florist uh, coming out of Washington State. And so this is all going to be getting closer to coming to a head. And uh, what I want to say is that we're going to have a major showdown. And there's no doubt that we see the work of uh, Satan and the work of um, his imps in terms of Uh, what is being transformed right here in the United States of America. And people are turning against the church. And we're going to have a story tomorrow about uh, what's happening with some of the local church congregations right here uh, in our WTBN listing area. And it is time for us to realize that uh, if we want to protect our precious freedoms of the First Amendment, which is free speech and religious freedom, that um, we've got to start sharing more with others about uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And with that, as we share and more people come to Christ, we will have more people in the society that will be propagating his principles. And right now, there has been quite an effort to stifle or to keep Christians quiet intimidation and uh, right now I've got to say with uh, what we see a lot of that is working but we can turn that around if you and I will understand our responsibility to share about the love of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to ask people if they want to have a radical change in their life uh, that will absolutely benefit them 
We'll have more on that as these stories unfold. Coming up next, HBO in a new series you better be aware of. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Austin is a junior at Sarasota Christian School. I just love that every class is not just about the subject. Not only are you learning mentally and and growing in the subjects that you're getting, you're also getting a spiritual aspect that you don't really get at another school. Academics are important, but there's no higher priority than spiritual growth and development within a caring community. Not a lot of schools have like a retreat where you actually get to go develop as a Christian, but you're also just growing in friendship. From pre-K through 12th grade, Sarasota Christian is a school where your child will feel accepted immediately, be cared for deeply, and never be made to feel like an outsider. Yeah, I've always felt welcome here, and that's one of our biggest things that we pride ourselves on. We're really good at inviting and being able to bring kids in and become really great friends. Sarasota Christian School, dedicated to Christ and your child's success since 1958. Schedule a tour at sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's godvine.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com.
Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. And uh, we have a little bit uh, of a different format today because we have an extended interview with uh, Trail Life USA CEO Mark Hancock about uh, his new booklet, Let Boys Be Boys, and a very positive report on the progress of Trail Life USA. Really growing, growing, and growing. But first, we have a caution for you this afternoon, and this caution has to do with HBO Entertainment. CBN News, Benjamin Gill is reporting. Parents, listen very carefully. HBO smash hit Game of Thrones is over, but the cable network is continuing to produce material with the extreme sex scenes and violence that pervaded that show. HBO is now targeting your teenager and your preteen with a new program called Euphoria. Euphoria that premiered on June the 16th, yesterday, introducing them to content that may be even more pornographic and even more obscene than GOT, Game of Thrones. Now, I can't read all of this, so I'm going to paraphrase it a bit because I don't want to mention a word that they have included But the Hollywood Reporter describes the new Euphoria series in this way. It is filled with graphic nudity, with violence, with drug use among young people. It is so extreme that one star quit mid-shoot. That's just the beginning since the series also reportedly includes uh, very graphic transgender sex and sexual violence that involves choking. Even though a paid subscription is required to access HBO, the cable network's uh, material uh, for Game of Thrones, if you might remember, uh, where you have access to all of this material, uh, that show went global and pushing sexual violence and perversion into the mainstream of the pop culture. This is, this is content that you don't want your teens or preteens to be exposed to. The Parents Television Council is warning you, parent, to beware pointing out the ongoing trend of targeting young people with explicit material on multiple media outlets. Just as MTV did with Skins and Netflix is doing with 13 Reasons Why, HBO, with its high school-centered show Euphoria, appears to be overtly, intentionally, Marketing extremely graphic adult content, sex, uh, sex, violence, profanity, and drug use to teens and preteens, says PTC President Tim Winter. I want to tell you that it is, it is an assault. Three major entertainment distribution houses. We are presenting an absolute life-killing 
anti-character development in the area of pursuing one's pleasure. Pursuing one's pleasure certainly well outside the bounds of biblical teaching. And I want to tell you that when your son or daughter is exposed to this, those are gateways for all sorts of other activity in their life. It's not just them watch, watching a film or watching a video. You listen to the experts. You read the experts. When you allow this as a parent, you are opening up their minds to all sorts of uh, dark oppression. All sorts of evil influences. And yes, I will tell you, in the same respect that God is God, Jesus is Jesus, the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit, that Satan and his demons and his imps, they are real as well. And those that are born again don't have to worry about being taken over by by Satan in the form of exorcism. But I want to tell you, if you're a Christian, you're still open to uh, the satanic attacks and targeting. And so... I want to just tell you that um, you need to be checking out more about this series itself and need to be passing the word to other adults, other adults whether that are in your absolute sphere of influence and pass the word out about this awful, awful program. Well, coming up in a moment, we're going to get a chance to talk with Mark Hancock with Trail Life USA about his new booklet, Let Boys Be Boys, and you will be pleased with the update on the growth and uh, how well Trail Life USA is doing. All that and more in the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. W262CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Supreme Court is throwing out an Oregon court ruling against bakers who refuse to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple. The case involves bakers Melissa and Aaron Klein, who paid a $135,000 judgment to the couple for declining to create a cake for them in 2013. Oregon judges will now re-examine the case. Egypt's former president, Mohamed Morsi, has died. Morsi, the Muslim Brotherhood leader who rose to office in the country's first free elections in 2012 and was ousted a year later by the military, collapsed in court during a trial and died Monday. The lights are back on across Argentina, Uruguay, and Paraguay following a massive blackout on Sunday. Stocks finished higher on Wall Street as the market builds on two weeks of gains. The Dow gained 23 points today. The Nasdaq was ahead 48, the S&P up 3. This is SRN News. This is a special alert for Americans who owe more than $10,000 in back taxes. Get ready for a toll-free hotline number. Call and get free information on how to take advantage of new initiatives that could significantly reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. Call Stop IRS Debt today at 800-893-8907. Learn how you can stop collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments all by using a proven A-plus BBB-rated tax system that negotiates with the IRS for you. If you have 
haven't filed returns in years or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get tax relief. The government is ready to work out a generous program that can resolve your tax debt quickly. Be warned, this situation won't last forever and your tax debt will only get worse if you don't act now. Do not try to handle it yourself. Call Stop IRS Debt now for free information. 800-893-8907. That's 800-893-8907. 800-893-8907. Affordable Family Fun is what you get with every Clearwater Threshers game at Spectrum Field. See the stars of tomorrow playing today in the Florida State League. There's lots of promotions, too, including Bring Your Dog Mondays, Saturday Fireworks, Concerts, Dollar Tuesdays, Tijuana Flats Taps and Taco Thursdays, and Brunch on Sundays. Find out more in the complete schedule by going to their website at threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball, get hooked. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers total market penetration for increased roi learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers i am professor nathaniel burke from the university of farmers hallowed institute of higher insurance learning and this is a pop quiz true or false to save money on auto insurance you must forego an agent and go it alone solo wits against the world no compass the answer is false A farmer's agent is trained by me to save you money. Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto insurance. Find your local agent at Farmers.com. We are insurance. We are farmers. Coverage not available in all areas. There are many sounds in your daily life. Ones that make you smile. (laughs) Ones that help you relax. And there are some sounds that can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you critical information about emergencies in your area. With updates from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know wherever you are. Learn more at ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. And I want to tell you that uh, this next segment in interview is very close to my heart. Most of you probably know by now, if you've been listening to this show for over a decade, that uh, I was very much involved with the Boy Scouts of America. Not only with uh, multiple uh, what we call world jamboree experiences around the world, leading young men to have the experience of their life, 
involved with multiple what we call national jamborees, uh, was the warehouse chairman for several years. So to say that uh, Boy Scouts was uh, important to me, uh, becoming a Boy Scout, uh, Eagle Scout when I was 14, uh, is an understatement. And so as you also know that when uh, the leadership of the Boy Scouts of America decided to make some uh, not only decisions that were contrary to biblical instruction, but uh, in our particular definition in terms of uh, some of the moral issues, I had to resign, resign from the National Committee, and uh, very excited to be involved with uh, the opening uh, couple of meetings for Trail Life USA, and I'm proud to be a member of Trail Life USA Troop 7 right here in Tampa, along with my son, Zachary. Well, I'll tell you what, I got to know somebody who is quite a remarkable gentleman. Uh, he hails right here from Florida, in fact, uh, over on the East Coast, kind of the Daytona, Ormond Beach area. But uh, not only was he an entrepreneur, a capitalist, but uh, has a background in counseling, and Mark Hancock is uh, no stranger to this uh, program, but he is now Chief Executive Officer for Trail Life USA. And I want to tell you what, that he and uh, uh, Mr. Green have done a, a marvelous job in taking a handful of volunteers, putting a whole program together called Trail Life USA. But I want to first talk with Mark today about a booklet he's put together, and it is so important and engaging for the culture where we are at today. It's entitled, Let Boys Be Boys. And with that, Mark Hancock, it's my honor to have you with us today, my friend. Bill, thank you so much. It's great to be on your show again. You know, you have made quite a change in your life from your pre-trail life days in Florida to what you're doing now. How about reflecting on that just a moment before we drill down about the importance of letting boys be boys? Wow, I'd love to do that. I mean, it's been such a such a journey you know, over 300 volunteers across the country that, that got together around this idea of a Christ-centered character leadership and adventure organization that's specifically boy-focused, aimed at boys. People understood that, that boys need uh, a program that's designed for them. And I'm just really humbled. Uh, the, the men who have uh, you know, formed the foundation of this thing, like I said, 300 volunteers across the country, I kind of got to come in and and, and help help just uh, from a structural administrative level, but, but what a wonderful, uh, uh, passionate journey uh, that this has been by, by these these men and women across the country. Now, of course, we've got over twenty eight thousand members. We're in all Praise fifty states. Yeah, you know, over over eight hundred active troops, including your troop over there, Troop Seven. Uh, we, I love love seeing reports from them on on Facebook and, and uh, stuff that that they're out there doing. But uh, yeah, it's it's been quite a journey, and even my own family, you know. We moved from Florida from South Carolina. You know, we have a 127-acre complex up here in just south of Greenville, South Carolina. That's the, the uh, national home office for Trail Life USA. It was, um, we, we received this uh, uh, back in 2015, I believe, and, and it, so it's become our, our national headquarters up here. So, yeah, it's been a personal journey, and, and it's been a wonderful thing watching uh, uh, Trail Life come to life uh, out, of, out of dreams of, of men and women who, who thought that there could be something that could really be, be honoring to God that came out of uh, some of the, uh, the, the membership standards and, and the course that the Boy Scouts of America were taking. And it's, it's happening. Well, I want to tell you, we're going to come back and talk about that because it's pretty remarkable uh, how uh, structurally all that came together. But I want to talk about the booklet that Mark has written, and that is 
let boys be boys. And the reason why I wanted to focus on this is because uh, in the national headlines, and my audience uh, hears me uh, talk about and give my comments and opinions on the fact of what's happening with uh, gender in the United States and uh, the attack on uh, masculinity. And uh, there's just this entire sort of cloud, from my point of view, that is, is over America because certainly we as male adults, we've certainly failed in many ways. We've got a lot of dads. We just came off uh, Father's Day. we got a lot of dads that are not plugged in with their sons or daughters, and that's a travesty. I get all that, but that doesn't change the fact that, number one, as a follower of Christ in a Christian worldview, uh, I believe that there are certain uh, structural things that God has uh, built into a boy, uh, not just physically, but in a lot of other areas and also for girls. And it seems like today that uh, there is this effort to downplay raising up boys to be boys. So tell us a little bit, Mark Hancock, about uh, how God uh, just just gave you uh, this, this um, motivation to express this, the view that uh, part of what's the bedrock of uh, trail life, but why should we let boys just be boys and grow up that way? Well, Bill, you really, in your introduction there, you really nailed some of the things that are going on in our current culture. And I, I, I like to look at boys as kind of the canaries in the coal mine of our culture. You know, they would put canaries in the coal mine to just, uh, who, they were the first ones to sense out the noxious fumes and they would die. And the men knew if they were in that, that mine and the canaries are dying, you're in trouble. Well, boys are really struggling. They're feeling this first. You know, you and I can look at it and say, wow, look at how far culture has come in this short time in terms of gender confusion, the stuff that we're seeing today. But imagine if you were raised in this environment where all you knew was this kind of flux and this kind of weird conversation, which which is normal to you. I mean, boys are boys are suffering. They're 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 feeling. They're now two times more likely to be uh, special education. Three times more likely to be declared ADHD. Um, uh, symptoms of ADHD in in our in our uh, uh, medical and psychological journals are just look like boys. Well, what we knew is as boys, like running running when you're not supposed to, or talking when you don't have permission. Those are symptoms of ADHD. Well, that's that was just me as a kid, you know, right, and man. so. So we're, 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 it's like boyhood is some sort of social disease that needs to be eradicated, and boys are paying a price. They have fallen behind in every single academic category as in, in relation to girls, which is great for girls. You know, we, the, the progress that we've seen girls made, make over the last generation or so is just, is just wonderful. But it's kind of been at the expense to some extent of, of what's going on with boys. And this kind of psychologically damaging, unscientific uh, gender identification proposition that we're finding in our in our culture um, is starving our boys of the, the moral direction and uh, that they need and the clear uh, definition of who it is that they are even in you're talking about this bill and this is something that that's kind of crept into our own uh, psyche without us understanding you had to start talking about manhood kind of almost apologizing like you know, saying yeah. oh yeah some of us have really messed this up you know where where has our sense of 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 winning of 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 men who have done amazing things in our culture, uh, where where is that gone? Well, it's it's kind of losing to a culture that makes us almost apologize for who it is that we are, 
And we're certainly not proposing that we want men who are are overpowering and and, and heartless um, creatures. But we do need to acknowledge uh, things like the courage that that men take. You could argue that a lot of things that are right with our society today are because of winning uh, confident men in the past. You wouldn't have D-Day. You wouldn't have men on the moon. You wouldn't have these kind of things if we weren't risk and daring type creatures. And that seems to be being squeezed out of us, and it's creating a, a, a terrible future for our boys. And I want to tell you, if you want to find out more, not only about letting boys be boys, but you want to find out about this remarkable organization called Trail Life USA. And I want to tell you, pastors, if you want to have a dynamic program, that can be added. And by the way, it is your program. Uh, you need to go to TrailLifeUSA.com. That's TrailLifeUSA.com to find out more about not only letting boys be boys, but also find out a lot more about this Christ, I believe, ordained, uh, directed, and following a group uh, called Trail Life USA. You know, Mark Hancock, and by the way, Mark Hancock's joining me today, CEO of uh, Trail Life USA. And you know, Mark, uh, uh, I've got a 13-year-old, Zachary, and he has been in uh, Christian school. And one thing that I find sort of uh, interesting, and it's not just in Christian school, and the point I wanted to make was that we're not just talking about public school, we're talking about school. And it's interesting because it, I remember when I went to school, I think my parents might have gotten called once or twice, and uh, I'm not going to necessarily say how much back toward the dinosaur era I did that, but I just remembered that I went to school, and granted, teachers don't have the tasks they have today because so many teachers today, because we have uh, such a derelict society and parents taking care of their kids, I get the fact that parents, that teachers have to spend too much of their day with normal parenting and discipline skills. But uh, I got to tell you, I, I agree with you because I think there's an overreach because not just in public schools, but in Christian schools, you got boys just being boys or doing what they do. And the next thing you know, they're written up, they got demerits, they got this, that, and the other. And I want to just say, you know, for our deal, we're parenting our son. Would you would you just teach them and don't email me, you know, every day? Because you're right. I mean, they're getting tagged left and right. And I think that over time it affects them. And you have a background in counseling, so you are much more uh, professionally uh, prepared to respond to this. A- am I on to something or not? No, you really are. The, the way that we've changed, the way that we've uh uh, changed our, our educational system. It really appeals to a, a girl type environment. Boys and girls are different, and I know that's politically incorrect to say, but that's just the truth. Psychologically, oh, amen. big amen. Biologically, physically, <laughs> they're they're just different. Any engaged parent or any teacher who has been around long enough and is open minded enough to look at that understands that it's not a, just a cultural. Uh, it's not some sort of cultural overlay to create somebody who's born with some certain parts to be a certain way. I mean, boys and girls have their eyes are different, their brains are different, the way that they hear is different. And uh, instead of accommodating those differences and teaching boys in environments where they can really excel, we've kind of uh, 
try to force them to fit into uh, into our, our our box. And so boys start out in that educational environment saying, "My gosh, I don't fit here. I know this this isn't right." Um, they, the, in, and like I said, just just the differences in their eyes. You know, boys focus on things at a distance better and things that are moving. Well, what does that look like? That looks like a boy sitting at a desk looking out the window. You know, and they struggle with things up close. Girls are wired; their eyes are built so that they see things up close better. Well, why is that? Well, because they're gonna they're gonna nurse that infant, and they they're gonna look for hours into that gaze into that child's face. And God God made them with these different things. But what happens is a girl with a worksheet in a class is doing fine with it because she's comfortable in that space. But the boys can be distracted by movement, so we declare them ADHD. That's interesting. Booker T. Washington in uh, high school in Memphis change to a boys only and girls only classes and increase their graduation rate bill from 53% to 90.5% because because they began to deal with those students recognizing that they had differing strengths and to teach those strengths was really more powerful than to try to structure them to learn a certain way and constantly be calling the parents because they can't quite get it right. So we, we, we've got to get this right because we have a generation of boys who are kind of going blindly and in Trail Life USA we encourage our leaders to, to – one of the things we say, we are boy-focused. We're Christ-centered and we're boy-focused. We're unapologetically after that boy and understand that boy needs good, strong male uh, mentorship. He needs adventure. He needs opportunity. He needs risk. He needs competition. He needs the opportunity to move. You know, we know about boys that, that if they're moving, it engages the entire – in the entire brain. So boys know intuitively they, they've got to move to learn. Well, in a classroom, that looks like a fidgeting boy who can't sit still. So we're telling him, sit still, be quiet, and pay attention. When he's saying, I've got to move. And if you want my whole brain, I've got to move. And so in Trail F USA, we allow that kind of stuff. We understand that boys and girls are different, and they need a different environment in order to excel. One of the saddest things I saw when Boy Scouts uh, of America started admitting girls is, is I saw a quote from a, a scoutmaster he said, we love having girls in our troop because they're so so much smarter and better behaved. And I thought, oh, my gosh, those, to- those poor boys. Now they're going to hear it there, too. Why can't you sit still like so-and-so? And why can't you pay attention like so-and-so? And, again, they're going to be in environments like, I don't fit here. I can't sit still like that. I can't pay attention like that. i got to move to learn. And, and we, we, we have to take account of this for boys or else we're going to lose the whole generation. Well, I'll tell you what, I've been fascinated because you are right on topic, uh, Mark Hancock, CEO, Trail Life USA, but we have uh, drilled down so deep on this, I've got about four or five minutes left to talk about Trail Life USA, so I want to get right to that. And by the way, that website is TrailLifeUSA.com, that's TrailLifeUSA.com. Uh, Mark, I believe that the Boy Scout experience that now we we have taken to the level of uh, of a more of a dedication to Jesus Christ and his principles with the foundation of Trail Life USA. There's something remarkable about getting boys uh, to the outdoors. And mm-hmm. especially today when a lot of dads are absent, we have single moms that are plugged in. We've got other dads, say in our troop, I think we run 50 or 60, somewhere in there, Got a lot of dads that are involved, so they're getting that dad input and other mm-hmm. input. Talk a little bit about how important it is for boys in 2019 to still get out in the outdoors and not only have uh, this overlying principle that they're going to be allowed to be a boy, but they're learning about the outdoors or learning about the God. But tell us about how the outdoors is just something very spiritual about that. 
That's a great question. You know, the outdoors is this wonderful laboratory that we're kind of losing touch with, and if we're not if we're not careful, uh, we're we're, we're going to lose we're going to lose our our complete touch with it. But it's an amazing place because it's a level playing field. You know, you've got dads who are who really want to connect with their sons, but they find that they don't have the time to invest in the video game world, or they don't have time to invest in the social media world and the places where that boy is right now. But the outdoors is this great equalizer for fathers and sons because they get out there and you're learning together. You're seeing it together. And you can Google how to start a fire in 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 wet weather, or you can be out there in the woods and it's raining and you're chilled to the bone and you're wet and you've got a trout that you just pulled out of a trap uh, that you made from sticks and wound together with uh, lashed together with grapevine and and you've got to cook this thing because it's not going to keep till morning and you got to figure out how to start a fire and and so we train those kind of skills in in the the sense of accomplishment that comes in doing those kind of difficult things in the outdoor you can google it or you can stand out there in the freezing cold and do it and see the satisfaction of having having done something like that so there's not really opportunities like that anywhere else in our in our our society today to to do those sort of hard things in an environment where you have male mentors uh, who are who are Christ followers and are bringing those boys along. They're there because they care about the next generation of boys, and they're helping boys learn how to do hard things and achieve. You know, we're raising a generation of what I call unproductive narcissists. They're, oh, yeah. they're unproductive because we haven't asked them to do anything, and they're narcissists because we haven't let them fail. So they think that they can, but they're not challenged to do anything. And then we've driven them indoors. Uh, instead of letting them compete outside, we've driven them indoors to compete uh, in the video game world where they can get points and where they can succeed and when they can uh, be better than somebody else. And all those things that boys want to do, they do it in the video game world, and then we then we criticize them for doing it there. So the outdoors gives them this place to really uh, be boys and engage themselves in, in, a, in an environment um, with men who can show them how it is that they can mature. And we, we do that in, in Trail of USA, 800, over 800 troops across the country. And I want to tell you that uh, the program has a lot of steps into it. There's programs for the younger kids. You might relate to that as more of the Cub Scout uh, era, uh, a range of growing up. And then we have uh, the uh, Navigators and Adventurers, which is for the older kids. And, yes, we have an ultimate award, uh, the Freedom Award, right, Mark? Right, um, which is equivalent to what you might be thinking about in terms of the Eagle Scouts. So in addition to having great fellowship out in the outdoors and being with God and learning about some of those things, there's a lot of character and integrity uh, traits that are taught along the way, correct? There is. We have a very robust awards program that, that takes a boy committing to something and learning something new and hands-on kind of stuff. It's not school book book learning, but it is, you know, you, you got to learn the principles behind you know, not tying or, or, or building an outdoor shelter or personal resources or even things like values badges, like how to be a family man. And uh, all those things are, are built in the program. So we're bringing boys along with, with experiences and opportunities for leadership that they don't get anyplace else. I mean, where else does a boy get to lead a group of boys his own age, you know, do things like plan an adventure and, and decide who's going to prepare the meal and who's going to help set up the tents and who's going to, you know, how far can we hike in a day? And what's the elevation of that trail that we're going to take? Can we, can we really do, can we get that far in a day? You know, those types of things, you know, there's nowhere else in our culture get to do those things, but these boys get to plan and make these decisions about 
about what it is that they're going to do and then deal with the consequences of those decisions with, with adult supervision, deal with those co- consequences of those, those decisions that they're learning how to how to plan and how to lead and how to organize. You know, my my sons, I just love the fact that uh, when when they were younger, when we were when we were when we were out, um, uh, you know, doing this kind of stuff, I could just make a list for them and say we're going to be gone for three days, even if it's a family vacation or a camping trip or whatever. We're going to be gone for three days, so uh, make a list of what it is that you need to bring, and then pack it up and load it. And we we get in the car and go with them. You know, twelve, thirteen, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen years old. And they'd be completely packed, totally would have packed themselves and prepared themselves. And it was those kind of experiences that, that prepared them to be that independent. And now, of course, they're going all over the place, uh, you know, uh, you know <laughs> equipped and confident that they, that they can go places and, and get, them, get themselves there safely with everything they need. Amen. Going to extend just a little bit here. I got an important question. And I think that, uh, um, you know, th- there's a certain sub-segment of importance of Trail Life USA. And that is for the single moms that are out there, the single moms that may be listening this afternoon. Because uh, if you have a son and you're looking for an opportunity for that son to be plugged into a Christian worldview, values-based organization that will help round out that side of your son, and I can tell you that all the guys that have, all the men that have been attracted, at least from our general area here in Trail Life, USA, Florida, I mean, these guys are exceptional guys. And by the way, uh, I, like I go through a background check every two years, I have to take youth protection. We have very strict guidelines to do the absolute best humanly possible in terms of uh, having the right people involved with the program. But, Mark, talk a little bit about what a ministry this is to single moms anywhere around Florida across the nation be my last topic because I want the moms to hear this because I've just seen some remarkable things happen at Trail Life Troop 7 here in Tampa. I've been on the sidelines physically, kind of there sitting in a chair because I'm still recovering from my uh my cancer situation but boy you see these guys get with these other youngsters who may not have a dad on the picture talk about that because i think that's a huge ministry for trail life oh bill i'm so glad you brought that up that really is there's a couple best kept secrets in trail life and one is the ministry to men we have a lot of men in our organization who don't have sons but they're interested in pouring into the next generation, and they also get the opportunity to form these great godly relationships with other men out in the, out in the field. Also, young dads coming out there, watching, uh, you know, experienced dads interacting with their sons. It's it's just a great experience. But that experience for the single the the, the, the single mom's son um, is is the place that's really where my heart is. And I not too long goes out in Texas, and and I was visiting a troop, and the troop master pointed out, he says, "See that boy." there? I said, yeah. And he says, well, he doesn't have a dad at home, but that man over there, I've connected the two of them. And that man makes sure that he has his uniform, his handbook, that he has his tent, he has his equipment, that he gets to the meetings on time. That man is a, is a dad like for him. And then he pointed out a second point, then a third boy, then a fourth one. I said, well, who are you? He said, well, when I was nine years old, my father passed away. And I was really raised by a group of men in an outdoor organization. And I know how important that is. And I want to provide that 
that for boys. And in Trail Off USA, because our adults are background checked, um, child safety youth protection trained, we have very strict um, youth protection policies in the program. It's a great place for single moms to find that male mentorship that they're looking for for their sons and for opportunities for their sons to do difficult things. A mom in North Carolina, she, her husband was suddenly out of the home, terrible set of circumstances, but the older boy um, got, got, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, approached by a, a troop master at a trail life troop and said, hey, you need to get involved here. Went on a four-day hike and thought he was going to die. <laughs> but when he got to the top of the mountain, he told his mom, mom, that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, but I did it. And for that single mom, she said, that was pure gold for me because that's an experience I never could have given him. And I was wondering how he was going to, to encounter difficult things and accomplish them without his dad being in his life anymore. So you, and that's just a couple of stories here. You know that that's repeated over and over again. I yes. know you've seen it in your troop. Yeah. And it's just a powerful thing for, you know, because there's so many boys without dads. It's tragic in our culture. And when you look at the statistics of what happens when there's not a father in the home, it's it's terrible from suicide rates to pregnancy rates to drug abuse to uh, uh, dropout rates. Everything is just, is just horrible in those situations. Single moms are doing an amazing job. But the single mom who recognizes that that, there, that there's a, a piece that, that her boy could really benefit from, bring him to trail life. Let him get integrated with those men. That's, that's part of our mission is make sure that if they don't have a dad, they've got a dad-like in the program. Tell you what, that's awesome. And exit, one, one last quick question. Tons of volunteers all up and down, men and women who have stepped up. What's amazing is how many paid employees do you have now, Mark? Uh, I think we've got 20, imagine volunteers. Yeah. 8,000 volunteers. Uh, uh, how many troops? 800. You said Uh, a little over 800, I believe 800 troops nationwide. And this is being done with 20 paid folks. And by the way, very, very qualified. I mean, I mean, I tell you what, we got a, we got a great staff that's put this all together, but I want to tell you, that many organizations get very top-heavy with employees. We have 20 paid employees. The rest of what you see and you will see by going to TrailLifeUSA.com, this is truly, truly unequivocally a volunteer-led organization. And if you like being around those type of people who are givers, and oh, by the way, they know the Lord Jesus Christ and are committed to him, what an environment for your young boy to be in. Again, that website is TrailLifeUSA.com, TrailLifeUSA.com. If you'd like to find out more uh, about your uh, church sponsoring a troop or how you can get involved, and also if you want to get your copy, in fact, you can order uh, the booklet, Let Boys Be Boys, and I think uh, multiple copies at one time. And I would be remiss if I didn't uh, give a shout-out to the founder of Trail Life USA. Both Mark and I's good friend, John Stenberger, uh, my cohort uh, with also Florida Family Policy Council, who is on this show quite a bit, and we work together for the kingdom in Tallahassee. Just want to give a shout out to him because it was his diligence that got everybody together to get this going. Well, Mark, we went a little bit over. I hope I didn't keep you uh, too long, but thank you so much for your service, and thank you so much for being with us today. Mark Hancock, CEO, Trail Life USA and get his booklet, Let Boys Be Boys. Mark, uh, see you soon, my friend. Thank you, Bill. We appreciate you. God bless. God bless. Well, that'll wrap things up. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth. 
Giants Matter. That's right, Giants Matter. That's part two. That's coming up in a moment, so don't uh, miss Pastor Ken. Well, that'll wrap things up on this Monday afternoon. Well, tomorrow we'll be back uh, here with another edition of the Bill Bunkley Show at 4 o'clock, and we will be keeping our eyes after the show to the huge rally. Uh, People are already in line waiting uh, outside the arena there on Orlando for the rollout of President Donald John Trump's uh, re-election campaign. All that uh, and more. We'll talk about the Bill Bunkley Show tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.